I don't know what your police captain told you about me, but I'm a different breed of podcast. I'm from the streets, and I'm the last podcast. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the last podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sean Penalver. Uh, last time we had with us Nick Palermo, and this time we have with us Scott White. Scott White. Scott, uh, what was the last podcast you recorded? The last podcast I recorded was with you. Oh, really? It was. It was the Dan Aykroyd podcast, and we looked at the CD, Have Love, Will Travel. And uh, I actually just got done, finished editing that. So, yes. Unless you count the <laughs> podcasts that I just did with you before this podcast. Then uh, those yeah. were the podcasts that I just did. Wow, two podcasts together. That's, yes. That's special. <laughs> uh, how was editing the... I cannot speak. I, 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 I cannot speak. I'll start a sentence and I won't finish it and I'll jump to another sentence. You were fine. I, was, I realized I can't speak. I, I do the same thing sometimes, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, listen, to, it, definitely listening to these podcasts, it's like, uh, I know for me, I talk really fast. Uh, and I think I can attribute to that because I watch basically everything on at least 1.5 speed. Okay. <laughs> and so I think it's uh, having some psychological effect. Um, what was the last comic book you bought? The last comic book I bought, let's see. I know the last one I bought. It was... Okay, so I guess this will count. It was a Man-Thing comic book that came with a record. And it was Power Records Man-Thing. And it was an issue of a Man-Thing comic book which you could read along with a record. That's legit. That is legit. Uh, you have a record player? I do. It's right behind you. Oh, nice. On the other side. Man. I had one. Uh, it's my popos, but my brother took it. <laughs> oh, right. he, he has it in his house. Uh, I, I don't blame him. Uh, he can probably fix it. He's an audio engineer, so he'll he'll probably fix it up and everything. Uh, what was the last DVD you bought? The last DVD I bought. Hmm. The last DVD I bought had to be. You, you may have a close amount of DVDs that I have myself. Yeah. Where is it? Well, okay, I can't think of the name. It was a, I bought it for the Dan Aykroyd podcast, and it was, it was a, a Wizard of Oz. It was Whoa, a retelling what? of the Wizard of Oz, where Dan Aykroyd plays the voice of the Scarecrow, and Kelsey Grammer plays the voice of the Tin Man, and Jim Belushi plays the voice of the Cowardly Lion. Uh, it's animated cartoon? or It's animated, yes. Oh, wow. Wow, that's crazy. So that was the last DVD I bought. Man, uh, y'all can't see this, but Scott has a lot of DVDs. Uh, I can relate. When Growing up, that is all I spent my money on was DVDs. Yeah, and a, not, and a lot of these now are on YouTube for free. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. I feel that pain, too. It's yeah. just like I spent, I probably spent thousands of I spent dollars thousands, on these. Yeah, thousands of dollars on these. Now, I have a lot of comedy albums, too. Uh, and, and I know those are on... Uh, YouTube as well, but I don't care. I, that's something I just love. Comedy albums. I bet you have some albums, definitely that you cannot find 
online. I'm sure, yeah, there are some, but a lot of them you can too as well. Um, what was the last show you did? The last show I did was on Saturday, and it was a dinner detective show. Oh, you do dinner detective? I do dinner detective. Legit, how long have you been doing that? I've been doing that for four or five years. Wow. Our good friend Steph DeWagoner got me into that. Oh, wow. You should interview Steph. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that actually is a really good she's idea. A great, she's a great interview. I'm going to put that down. Um, Chuck works there, too, still, right? Or I have not seen Chuck in a while at Comedy Sports or at Dinner Detective. I'm sure he's being safe. Yeah. Um, oh, that's legit. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Dinner Detective? Uh, favorite thing about Dinner Detective is it's a combination of acting and improv. It's not all acting, it's not all improv. So I have an outline, but I also have room to play. Uh, when was the last time something memorable happened at uh, Dinner Detective? Oh, excuse me. The last time something memorable happened... Well, an actor missed his cue. It was... He was supposed to run out murdered, and he didn't. <laughs> and we could not go forward. I mean, it's like in those comedy movies. And the killer is... And nothing. Oh, God. And he just, he just flaked. He just flaked. One of the hosts had to run back and get him, so... He, you know, he, he, we eventually got him out there, but that was, yeah, he, he totally missed his cue. That sucks. Yeah. And, and definitely, uh, as an actor myself, being on stage when stuff like that happens is just like one of the most craziest moments because you're just like, what do we do? Well, now, unlike a stage play... Y'all could probably improv more We could improv it. more and... And sometimes I'll just call it out. I'm like, we're professionals here, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that was it. We lost a. Well, we, he was, and he was a sit. He was a standing back there. I don't know if I, it, it, we never really got the reason why he missed his cue, but he missed his cue. That's what happens. Uh, that's just what murderers do. I yeah. guess. Well, he no, he was the murderee. Oh, he had been murdered. He had been murdered. He had to come in. So it was a big dramatic moment. Ah, I've been shot! Gah! And, and dead silence. Oh, that's hilarious. That also sucks, though. Yeah. Um, you got any questions? Uh, yeah, let's see. Oh, man. Where, where's What was the last restaurant you ate at? Oh, wolf. Um... It was either, it's going to be Mexican, because uh, like in the last couple of years, oh, actually, you know, I went to Olive Garden with my parents like a couple of days ago, which was like out of the blue. Out of the blue? I have not been to Olive Garden in years, uh, but before that, it would have been either Las Haciendas or a place called Rudy's, both Mexican. Uh, what about you and when? I, I, the last restaurant I knew was at had to be with my dad back in Michigan and it was just a little diner called George's and that's where he likes to go he calls it Bonnie and Clyde's <laughs> and it's just a it's just a little diner and you get a ton of food for a lot it's one of the few places you get bang for your buck uh, but that's where he likes to go so we go whenever 
whenever he's up to it, that's where we go. So yeah, it would be. It was quite a while ago, and it was a diner called George's. Yeah, and I still feel uncomfortable eating in public because it's just like everyone's you know sitting in tables right next to you, just smacking their food. Yeah. Um. When was the last time you went to a theater saw a movie? Uh, I can't remember. But and this was before the pandemic. Oh, I, really? I stopped going to the movies a long time ago. They just got too pricey. They got too pricey, and uh, uh, so I, I, I honestly have no idea what. Now, as a child, I went to the movies all the time. In fact, I would go see three or four movies at once. One would leave, and I'd go into the other theater, and I, I, I spend like, you know. Six seven hours at the movie. Yeah, theater. just the whole day. Just the whole day. Yeah, I would do that with friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I I think it was like maybe three to five years before COVID. I guess twenty fifteen was probably the last time it was like, no, it's not worth it anymore. I'm not gonna go see movies. No, it's not. Um, what was your last vacation? I don't take vacations. I when I, I guess it would be when I go visit my dad. So it would be like a couple it's of kind of a ago. work vacation. It's a work vacation. I really don't. I honestly don't take vacations. If I go somewhere, it usually has to do with either work or family. Because um, also, like as a stand-up comedian, you want that exposure. It's like if you're going somewhere, it's like yeah. If you're going well. somewhere, I want to be. I want to be seen there, and hopefully be. But just. And I get maybe I guess I went and saw my dad during during COVID, so nothing was open. So I guess that would be considered a vacation, you know, go to see my dad and my friends during uh, during COVID when nothing was open. So, uh, when was uh, the last time you felt like really good about a set? Like you were like, oh, I nailed that. <sighs> the last time I remember, well. It's. I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out and say last Thursday, because it was horrible conditions. It was a bar gig and there was nobody there, and oh man, and I, there was a it was a long lineup and there were, and I had to follow I had to follow comics that did jokes about peeing on people, wiping boogers on people. Uh, homophobia, uh, let's see, you know, racism. They it was just all teenage jokes. It was all teenage jokes. Um, pedophilia. They were this all. There was just a ton of. I, I'm not going to say inappropriate jokes because I don't care. You know, whatever, what material you want to do, that's up to you. But it was just a. It was just a bunch of just like wow jokes. And, um, so I got up there and I performed in front of five people and one drunk guy that just kept circling around. <laughs> and I was able to get laughs for 30 minutes for these five people. That's legit. That's legit. That's a much, now when, if I, when I get back into a club where the, you know, it's wall to wall people, it's going to be a walk in the park. Yeah. Um, When was the last time you didn't have a mustache and beard? Uh, not too long ago. I want to say I shaved everything off. Uh, 
2020 at least because like uh the whole covid thing when that was like when it was like on the rise in like march uh april at Everyone was talking about like, oh, you know, the COVID's in your beard, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, I might as well just shave it off. And I think I shaved it off a couple months ago again, too, to just like, because I was doing a goatee at that time. So I'll switch from beard to goatee. And so when it, okay. when it gets too long, I'll shave it off. But I was going to ask you something about the comedy, but now I cannot remember. Um, when was the last time you were fully shaved? I, uh, hmm, I, it must have been about, it was before COVID, I just screwed up my beard, so I just shaved it all off and started over. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I screwed up manicuring my my facial hair, and it was just like, well, just take it off. That's my thoughts, it's like, it'll be back in a few days. Yeah. I'll look weird for, I'll you look know, weird uh, for a couple of days, and. It'll be fine. Um. When was the last time you had a tan? That is, uh, it's been a while. Now, I did get a sunburn, uh, my niece came over, and she likes being in the pool, like, all day, and mm-hmm. we have, like, a little blow-up pool, and so I got a, a farmer's sunburn, <laughs> but as far as tan goes, I don't really tan. I am just white. I am ghost <laughs> pale white, and, uh, so I either burn or I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time you went to the beach? Oh, when was the last time? I can't remember. I honestly can't remember the last time I was at the beach. It's been that long. Um, when was the last time uh, you got pissed at a heckler? I would say it was about uh, it was about a year ago. And it was at uh, it was at a loony bin in was it, I was in Tulsa, and this woman just wouldn't wouldn't shut up and so i yelled at her and she got pissed and left so well so she the, left yeah she left so that was the last time i usually don't get pissed at them um because there's different kind of hecklers um yeah and the worst heckler is somebody who is just t- and it's not really i get i get you wouldn't really call her a heckler she just wouldn't stop talking that's more annoying than somebody shouting at you. If somebody's shouting at you, you can shut them down. Uh, but if somebody's just talking, it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that I was the you. last time, about a year ago. Uh, I remembered what I was going to say. Uh, I think there's a decline. As far as like me observing comedy, there was that huge rise of shock humor that came from like the 2010s, uh, like Hangover and all those, like, you know... Uh, here's a naked guy or something like that, you know, just... Uh, well, it's cyclical. It's like in the 80s, we had Kennison and Andrew Dice Clay and, like, Howard Stern. So that w- it was yeah. shock. And then it's it's a cyclical what's what's in fashion and what's not. I I think we're going... With with the, uh, the woke people, I think we're going to see less and less... Yeah. Less and less peaks of shock humor. That's what I uh, I was gonna say. I, it because really in seems... the '80s, it was just like there, anything went. Yeah, anything went, and that that is that is gone now. Well, I would not. You know what? I'm not gonna say that it's gone. It's now. not completely gone. It's not completely gone. Um, you could get away with it in a, in a comedy club, and, or if you're a big enough name. Yeah, it, it, if you're funny. 
If you're funny, that is it. Also, yeah, if you're funny. Um, but, but yeah, just uh, if an abundance of shock humor, I we're gonna we're gonna see less and less of that. Yeah, I think it's dying off. It's it is dying off. Uh, what was the last concert you you went to? I don't go to concerts. Never. I don't like concerts. Wow. Yeah. Just too many people, or there's just too many people, and I'm not, and I'm not an incredible fan of live, of of the live, live sound, the live sound. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, you really have to be a special. You really band. have to be a uh, in a good mood. I get, the last concert I went to, good God, I got, you know what? This is it. I went. It was Kiss. Whoa! In 1997, uh, the Kiss reunion tour, 1996. That's legit. Kiss puts on a great show. Kiss puts on a great show. I've seen them three times. Yeah, but uh, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a fan of concerts. Yeah, I'm getting less and less so because like it hurts to stand. I'm only thirty, and it's like I'm already getting tired. And it's like yeah. the, by the time the main show goes on, you've already been standing two to three hours. It's just like I, I but like home. Weezer was wasn't there a big brouhaha at uh, the Astro Stadium? Weezer and a bunch that was not too long ago. Possibly. Yeah. I know a lot of friends that went to that, and I was just like, that just sounds... Yeah. That just sounds horrible to me. And especially now, uh, post-COVID. It's, it's not... Like, COVID has nothing to do with it. But I'm just saying, like, for me now, yeah. it does. Because it's like, you're just standing in this room with arm to arm, you know, breathing on each other, sweating. It, it, yeah. It, it, COVID has nothing to do with me. I just do not like concerts. Um, what was the last, that was probably, uh, Have Love Will Travel, but what was the last album you listened to? It was Have Love Will Travel, uh, because, yeah, we had to, uh, I had to listen to it to, once again, to review, uh, but, uh, the, uh, the one before that. It was, uh, it was the, uh, it was a comedy album. It was, uh, uh, Jackie, Jackie Vernon. Jackie Vernon? Jackie, Jackie Vernon. Old time stand-up comedian. And, do I have, that's Tracy Allman. It was, a. it was an album, yeah. Jackie Vernon, A Man and His Watermelon. That was the last album I listened to. Does he have anything to do with, uh, is that, uh, Hammer Guy? That has nothing to do with Gallagher. Gallagher. No. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) um, when was the last time you had a watermelon? About a month ago, I went and bought one when they were on sale at Kroger. I love watermelon. Oh, man, I'm hit or miss. With watermelon. No, no, I, yeah. Well, I mean, it's got to be a good watermelon, but uh, no, I'm always, I'm always in the mood for watermelon. There is a fad going around of people putting mustard on watermelon. What, uh, Brittany? One of our, uh, Sean and I both uh, work for Comedy Sports Houston, an improv troupe here, and one of our fellow comedians, uh, Brittany, she did that. She brought in. Wa- I don't know if you were there that day, but she brought in watermelon and mustard. And she was just eating it casually? Well, she passed it out to everybody. She oh, wanted wow. everybody to try it, yeah. What did everyone think? It was... It was it was watermelon and mustard. It was... 
Because I can't stand mustard. I love mustard. Oh, man. I love mustard. I do not like it. I don't even like it. What was the last whatever. condiment you bought? Oh, ketchup. Ketchup? Absolutely. Either ketchup or uh, barbecue sauce. Sweet Baby Ray's. Mm. That's where it goes. Uh, what was the last sports venue you went to? Sports game or anything? Uh, the last sports I went to, uh, I went to a Tigers game. Uh, before COVID, when I was back home. Back in Detroit? Back in Detroit. Comerica Park. Oh, man. Uh, I can't think of the last time I went to a sports game. What was the last book you bought? The last book I bought, uh, surprisingly, uh, is going to be a very kiddish answer. But uh, I went online and purchased all the Captain Underpants books that I didn't have. That he's published in the later years. Uh-huh. And so I have every Captain Underpants book now. Mm-hmm. So I bought, uh, I think the last three, like <laughs> 11, 12, and 13 or whatever. So yeah, Captain Underpants. <laughs> Before that though, I think the last like adult book I bought was uh, House of Leaves. Uh, which is like this horror book by Daniel something. I still haven't finished it though. What was the last horror movie you saw? The last horror movie I saw, uh, let me go to my Twitter, because I don't know if uh, all these movies blend together. But I saw some really good movies recently. Now, I wouldn't say that this is a horror, but it was definitely... Uh, like a like a make you kind of think, and it reminded me of horror. Uh, I watched a movie last night called The Diving Bell and Butterfly and the Butterfly, which is about uh, the editor. This is based off a true story of the editor of L, uh, who had a stroke, and you mean the E L L E, yeah, the magazine. Okay, and he wo- uh, he woke up and basically he could he was fully conscious, but he couldn't move his body. He was fully paralyzed except for his eye. And so he learned to speak by blinking, uh, and, like, the whole movie is kind of filmed from his perspective and all these, like, weird camera cuts, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, it's so sad to be, like, <laughs> trapped in your body. It reminded me of the, I think it was either Twilight Zone or Hitchcock episode of the guy who gets in the car crash, and he can't move except for his finger, and they're, like, taking him away to get buried, and he's, like, yelling in his head. He's, like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm alive, I'm alive, please. And it was just, like, thinking of that, like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but as far as horror goes, oh, Alien, that would be it. Mm. I wish that's a good movie. That uh, <laughs> rewatching that recently is just like Alien or Aliens. Alien. Okay. The Aliens is next, but yeah. the graphics and just like everything, like uh, the spaceships and the the set, insane uh, for like. A movie the from strong the 70s. female protagonist. Yes. Yes. That too. Oh yeah. my gosh, you're absolutely right. That was probably a rare thing to be seen back then. Yes, because this was before Slashers, before the final girl, before we got the uh, final girl concept. Yeah, you're right. So. Back in the, because that was like the 80s. That, yeah, I guess it started with 78 with uh, Carpenter and Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis being the final girl. Oh. But but the, it exploded in the eighties with Friday the Thirteenth and yeah. all the knockoffs about having a final girl. Wow, the more you know. Uh, 
What about you? What was the last horror you saw? I watched, um, we're recording this, Friday the 13th was a couple of weeks ago, so I watched Friday the 13th 1 and 2 back to back. The originals? The originals, yeah. Oh, legit. Yeah. Uh, I saw part of the first remake, and I just couldn't get into it. I don't, I, I've got it because I have all the Friday the 13th movies, but I'm not a fan. Uh, usually, and this is just preference usually people who are the fans of the remake didn't grow i grew up with the, yeah i grew up with all the even though a, i was only 12 when the first one came out but uh by the time i was in my teens i was you know i, I discovered friday the 13th and went back so i grew up with the friday the 13th movies because back then i had hbo and friday the 13th usually were on, late late at night they were on hbo or showtime or something like that so what was your favorite one it's a toss-up between two and four. They're neck and neck. They're both very, very good. Which one's four? Uh, four is the final chapter. Okay. And that's the one where they were supposed to kill Jason off, but it made so much money that they kept going on. Uh, Tom Savini did the... Tom Savini, makeup great, did the makeup for one and four. Uh, but four has, uh, four has a lot more action than one. There's a lot of filler in one. Uh, a lot of people don't want to admit that, but so that's why I'd say two and four. Two and four, uh, two has the the best acting and one of the best final girls ever, and four has Corey Feldman in it. Oh wow! And Chris and uh, uh, Christian uh, Back to the Future Dad, Kristen Crispin Glover. Uh, yes. Uh, I think the last Jason movie I saw was Jason X. That's a that's a fun dumb movie. That yeah, that, it's a fun dumb movie. Um, you could describe it exactly like that because I mean it really is Jason in space, and then he that's like I when they because Jason's been in space, Hellraiser's been in space, Leprechaun has been in space. I don't know. It's has a, Freddy Krueger been in space? Freddy Kru, Freddy or, Freddy and Michael have not been in space yet. Whoa! But um, uh, it's time. I mean, Halloween's coming back, so I think it's time for a uh, yeah. Freddy and Michael. In well, space. we're supposed to have the new. What was the last Halloween movie you watched? Of Jamie Lee Curtis? Or? The, the, the Halloween, the Michael Myers Halloween. Uh, the last one I saw was the remake, the Rob Zombie remake, when it came out in theaters. Oh. And I hated it. No, they're awful. It was so the, bad. The Rob Zombie movies are awful. It, it's really just like gore and grossness and really... The, it's gore and grossness and uh, rednecks. It's yeah. just like... The nitty gritty, like... I guess it... it, it I don't know. I, I guess the fear... Because when I want a good horror, I want something that, like, literally changes my core of, like, oh, I'm kind of scared of this now. Not, like, uh, well, jump scares and That's everything. what Jaws did. Jaws actually yes. scared people to go into the water. Yeah. yeah. And I um, think that is a good horror. But, yeah. like, really, I, it, this is just, like, oh, these rednecks are killing people. Should I be scared of rednecks now? Like, yeah. Insane clown posse. Well, and it took the evil away from uh, Michael. It's like in the original, he's pure evil. Now he, oh, he had a bad upbringing. Now that's yeah. why he's killing people. Which, oh man, what was the last horror comedy? I'm so bad at remembering movies that I watch. Um, but let's see. I'm going to say uh, this was not... Uh, no, I'm not even going to go there. 
Uh, I saw. I watched Sweet Girl on Netflix. Okay, I don't know what that is. It's the Jason Momoa movie, and uh, it has this twist at the end that people either love or hate, and I did not think it was worth uh, the watch. Mine was Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, Abbott and Costello is on my list uh, to watch. I have not seen that Abbott movie. and Costello meet Frankenstein is legitimately funny, and the last ten minutes is legitimately enter- horror entertaining. It, it's, it's sort of the edge of your seat stuff, which you would not expect from an Abbott and Costello movie. Um uh, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I barely remember. Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein, and that was the last hurrah for I think Abbott and Costello and the Universal Monsters. So it was a very nice send off. I want to say that uh, I could be mistaken, but I think the last horror comedy I saw was a movie called Llamageddon, which I was recommended to watch. Is that where llamas take over the? <laughs> yeah, this space llama comes down. A space llama and essentially uh, lands at this party and starts killing all these you know college teens and stuff. It was. This homemade, you know, kind of movie, and they reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey, would you review our movie?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." And so it was, it was very. Was it intentionally bad? You know. uh, Or was it? I guess it's up to the viewer to. uh, Well, I mean, so it wasn't. Was it like a Sharknado where they were trying to be intentionally kind of? Okay, kind of, yeah. Another great horror comedy is Army of Darkness. Oh yeah, definitely. I, and I would say Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 1 is not a horror... Co- Evil no. Dead... The first Evil Dead is a straight, gruesome horror movie. Uh, but Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness are great. Uh, and then the the TV show, Ash vs. Uh, Evil Dead. Oh, really good. Really good show. They, uh, I don't know if they've made another season of that or no, not. No, they only did three. Oh, that's, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, recently someone reminded me of Drag Me to Hell. Sam Raimi's. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, I haven't seen. I know of it. Something about a she gets a possessed coin or something like that, and she just can't get rid of it. I I, I can't even remember. All I remember is this like goat, this possessed goat or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it with friends, but I remember that being like a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time? No, that's not when was last. Uh, who was the last comedian you bought tickets to see? The last comedian I bought tickets to see. It's been a long time. Uh, but it was uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, wow. At the Laugh Stop. Wow. That's was, a good last one. It's a good... Well, I mean, I saw... But then after that, I started to become a comedian, so I was able to see comedians for free. Yeah. You're backstage. Yes, I was backstage. I was part of the group. You know, once you, and now it's just like a, I'm not, you know, I'm a comedian. But yes, uh, yeah. So it was Mitch Hedberg. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that's about thirty minutes. Uh, you got okay. any, any last things to say? Um, let's see. What was? Uh, nah, that's. I was going to say what was the last. What was the last podcast that was unusable? <laughs> no, I use them all. No use matter them what. All. Uh, let's say, what was, um, let's say, what is the last exercise that you did? So I have a, uh, I'm trying to get back into it. Uh, when I first, lo- so I've lost over 80 pounds twice. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, two, two, so two years ago, or I think it was three years ago, I was skinny. Uh, and usually when I lose the weight, I do a program which I call X plus one. And so it's essentially, uh, you start off with three sets of sit-ups, like front, side, side. Mm-hmm. And then every day you add one. And so then you add in push-ups as well. And then also kind of jumping jacks or whatever, like, small routine thing you enjoy. And then you just add one every day. And then you get used to it. Because if you can do it yesterday, you can do it the next day. You know, mm-hmm. you're just adding one. And it has worked every time. And so uh, a couple weeks ago, I've restarted it. But I have started... I. I am at the heaviest I've ever been, and so I started it at like five this mm-hmm. time instead of fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's me. Uh, where can uh, people find and support you? Plug you. Uh, all the information you can find about me is at my website, scottyblanco.com. It has my Patreon page. It has all the projects that I'm working on, and uh, pretty uh, pretty soon it will have the uh, actually you and you'll find a, a past podcast that. Sean and I did together the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast. We did a podcast on the album that Burt Reynolds put out in 1973, uh, Ask Me What I Am. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have one. I don't know when this is coming out, but be on the lookout for the Dan Aykroyd podcast where we do talk about the album Have Love Will Travel. And then we're also doing the. We're going to do one. We're doing one with our good friend Meredith call at, at Long Last Love. I've I've never seen this movie. I've just heard it's one of the worst movies ever made. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I'm excited to see it as well. And it's a musical, which is going to be doubly. So it's a bad musical. A bad musical is like bad improv. It, it improv you improv at its best is improv at its best is great. Improv at its worst is just painful. <laughs> Painful, painful, painful to watch. It is a sight to look at. It is a sight to look at. Um, So, yes. But it's got, like, it's got Burt Reynolds, and it's got Sybil Shepard, and it's got Madeline Kahn. I love Madeline Kahn. And uh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, I know that name. Yeah, he's the director. You don't know who Madeline Kahn is? Uh Uh-uh, I don't think so. I might. We'll have to look it out. Okay. (laughs) Well, Scott... I'm I'm going to... I'm going to tell Meredith you don't know who Madeline Kahn is. <laughs> I probably do. You pro- uh, Well, Scott, thanks for being on. Well, thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening.